Hello everyone, this is Pastor Sam. And this is Danny. And together we're exploring the letter of James. Oh, you got it right this second time. Look at you. Never mess up and give a second chance. Good. Oh, <laughs> hey, there's, there's a sermon there. There's a sermon there. A lot of people take advantage of the second chances, third chances, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody wants a second chance, but then they don't take advantage of it, and then they want a third chance. Yeah. And then guess what? They take advantage of that too. And then you go on telling them, well, we're done. Yeah. Oh, you're judging me now. <laughs> hey, welcome back, everyone. Hopefully, you enjoyed our introduction to the letter. <laughs> <laughs> our introduction of this. I was preaching already. Huh? Look at you. Sorry. <laughs> he got he got excited. He's excited. But, oh, uh, you just got you just got something else dealing with that. That's it. That's it. That's all. It's good. But uh, hey, we're excited to be back in the, the second installment of the letter. Hopefully, everybody was have enjoyed the sermon and loved the song that was saying. And then the Bible study was also released too as well this yes. past week. So mm -hmm. yeah, and to you know this Sunday, uh, which will be today. Uh, with the release of this, you'll be able to watch the second video of the Bible study, and the second sermon was on chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Yeah. So today we're going to be kind of um, continuing to explore the letter of James. Um, you know, we're trying not to cover fast passages that was covered either in sermon or, or Bible study. So today we're going to kind of pick up in verses, starting in verse 4, right, you said? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I focus a lot on in the sermon on the on the, wor the word steadfastness there, um, and I talk about a little bit of the testing. I think we we do and focus on the word count. I think we do. I, I, I hopefully I did a I do a good job. I did a good job explaining all of that. So I think we can. I think you had you touched on something as we were talking before, and something that. Um, I don't cover really well, which is really talking about trials. And, and, and I do explain a little bit the, the kinds, there's different kinds of it and that we need to be done for it, but... Uh, um, yeah, I think I think James touches on a, a trials, it could be a variety of things, right? To your point. You know, we, we face adversity in so many areas of our life. There's a lot of inconvenience that we go through, personal suffering, injustice, which is the biggest one now today. Um, that's just to name a few, but you know, James talks about how we're to consider how Christians should react to life's trials, these various trials that we go through, and he says that believers should should see these trials as a cause for joy. I, I, I don't know that that's hard. It's very hard. People when you, when you go through trials, the last thing I want to think about is being joyful. Yeah, I mean. Uh... I I understand unless there's a purpose behind right unless you understand yeah. the purpose behind it right yeah I mean the, the, he says that you know in terms of one of the things he talked about trial we, which we were talking before we started recording was a person's faith being examined right so God is this is what's happening at a spiritual level and and God doesn't send trials to us but he uses it as an opportunity to to help us examine the quality of our personal faith um, and faith I, we talked about as I mentioned like Fate is examined in three ways. There's storms, which are problems of all kinds, right? There are fire, which is temptations. And then there's time in the desert, which is loneliness or when you when God seems far away. And those are the testing of, of faith, of our faith produces endurance. And endurance is this ability to remain steady under pressure. Don't quit. Don't give up. Don't complain. Don't get angry. Don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. Uh, and don't stop loving. And the virtue of endurance 
uh, is only cannot be produced in any other way if you think about it. And I think, you know, your your sermon covers a lot about steadfastness, but we talk about these trials and going through them and and how we're to react during that. Um, I love this quote right here. It says, uh, the spiritual, the maturing <coughs> spiritual condition ultimately produces peace, confidence, and true experience of the joy in the inner man, in one's soul. And that's, that's when cool. you, when you've, when you've gone through a time, when you've gone through trials, when you, this is what it produces in you. And, and I said something last week, like for me personally, when I go through trials, it's a way that I learn something about God on a deeper level. Sure. Of how, like he reveals something of his nature to me. Um, it's not that I didn't trust it before. I didn't know. It's just that he's continually revealing things to me in my life. And when you see trials that way versus man, why I got to go through this? Like, you know. Uh, I'm not saying that we should always be peppy about trials. It, those things are difficult, but seeing the purpose behind it, why am I going through this? Yeah, I, I think we need to start appreciating <clears throat> appreciating the work of God uh, at every level. You know, we have had this understanding somehow in the Bible or through the Christian walk that God um, you know, is not going to allow you to go through some tough times uh, so that you can mature and grow through those times. It, most of us think that, or have been taught that God uses cushy times, and that's not true. I think uh, uh, the difficult times bring a different grit in the life of someone. You know, mm -hmm. it, it really brings the real you, and and that's the real you that God wants to change into mode. And nothing like difficult times to bring that realness. Yeah, and, and you know, as part of, like, when in going through trial, he talks about this idea in, in verse 5 about wisdom, right? And and wisdom is used in connection with trial itself. And this is the ability, wisdom, of, of seeing the good and the truth in every situation you're experiencing. Um, you may even say that we may perceive trial as, as an actual way of pointing out our need or more dependence on God. Like when we go through different things, uh... Wisdom is that ability to see or appreciate these things. But you know also what wisdom is about, Danny? That you're talking about there. Uh, I agree with you that wisdom has to do with the trials. But it's, wisdom is the application of the biblical truth to one's life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. like, you know, it takes scripture principles and, and then and applies them to the real world. And I think that's one of the problems that we have. You know, wisdom is... Is like that understanding that wisdom is getting the mind and the heart of God, and then and then how to live it it out, you know. I, I, on verse five, it says, "If any of you lacks wisdom," and you know what that makes me think about. Mm -hmm. Does most of us believe on the fact that we need wisdom? Like it makes me want. Like I read that verse, it makes me want to question: Do I know I need wisdom? Right, most of us don't think we need wisdom. Like you know, we we think uh, we you know uh, we already know all this stuff. Uh, and for me, like I have been trying to define here, a, a wisdom. And wisdom to me is this ability to know the will of God, and uh, and know how valuable it is for your life. In verse four, James talks about the perfection of one's uh, spiritual maturity. And then immediately after that, he followed the, the statement of being spiritually mature, complete, uh, you know, with uh, this talk of wisdom. He started talking about wisdom. And then how wisdom is is vital part uh, of what it means to be a mature follower of Jesus. And, and I think that's important. 
Uh, you know, I remember not too long ago pre uh, talking about, uh, you know, Jesus growing, uh, growing up. In, in chapter 2 of Luke, you read that Jesus, the child, grew and became strong, filled with wisdom. Uh, and the favor of God was upon him. So this is not something like, you're just born with like this is something that you need to gain you need to grow into um so for me one of the marks of spiritual maturity is knowing that you need wisdom and a lot of us don't we just need that like just living life on earth we'll <laughs> do it like just flying by the seat of our pants i think for me is realizing that your ability to understand the world and to know what to do is insufficient you don't have that uh, you need to embrace the true value of wisdom. Yeah, and I think I think one of the things that, if I can add to that, is that, you know, you may not always find out the why, and I think that's what we look for the wisdom for, like, why am I suffering? Why am I going through all these things? But as I touched on before, if we maintain faith, if we hold on to faith, we eventually become to know and understand who is with there with us, right? And um, that word wisdom, like you said, it's the ability of seeing the good and the truth within the situation that we're experiencing and you're like how do we get that you know we get that by you know seeking god that's why in the next section it talks about you know the avenue through which you actually gain this wisdom you gain this insight is through prayer oh right? he says ask god right yeah ask god he he is the one who will provide he provided christ as a mediator so we can come to him in prayer through the holy spirit as our intercessor so that when we come to God, we can seek and ask God to help us understand the why we're going through trials. You know what I'm saying? And Because we, sometimes we miss it. We talked about this last week too as well. I was like, man, sometimes we look at that verse and we read it out of context. The, the wisdom that he says to seek here is for the situation that you're going through. Well, when trials create, when trials and suffering <clears throat> creates these gaps of understanding or tension, you know, in our lives, it points to our lack of understanding so when when you have that lack then mm -hmm. that's when you ask for wisdom so once you realize you you need wisdom so james goes on to shows us how to get it or how you get it you should ask god for it so like so when, when suffering creates this gap or tension points points our uh, our understanding we should use the trial as an opportunity to appeal to god for what we need for the provisions that we need from him which is wisdom. And this is one of the ways that hardships create maturity in us. You know, and, 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 and can be viewed through a joyful perspective. The realization that I don't have the answers. It is the, it's the fruit of maturity. So as I mature, as I ask for wisdom, man, I, 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 I start to understand and get the point of what God is doing. Hardship causes us to seek the Lord in ways we just wouldn't otherwise i mean it's a dependency on him right we we may we i think sometimes our, our trial is actually points us back to see our our lack of dependency of god where we've kind of like gotten to a point where we depend on ourselves but we we need to really realize that we need to be dependent on god for the stuff and wisdom is the ability to see and appreciate those things despite the pain and the struggle mm -hmm. that we're experiencing in that moment you know and this is where that wisdom, that true wisdom that we get from God comes from, is to say, hey, you might be going through a difficult time right now, but I, here's how I can use this in your life. And here's how you can grow closer to me. As I said, when we go through trials, it's about re revealing, God is revealing something new 
about himself to us mm-hmm. or something new in ourselves to ourselves you know yeah. you know what is a funny thing uh, I'm, I'm reading the Greek here I was looking at the Greek here let him ask uh, in the Greek here is an imperative so it's, it's a present active imperative so it is a command it is something that we should do intentionally actively and continually so the idea is for our lives to be consistently characterized that this should be the character of our lives that we are seeking God for wisdom so this is like is an imperative um, the the word ask means more than just a request it can be characterized by beginning or earnestly seeking something so uh, this is uh, just doing a little Greek work here right now so that's what those are so that, that that becomes then a very intentional very intentional pursuit you know so which for me makes a wisdom uh, sound like it is a it is a gift that must be sought out that you need to go after they need to pursue you know it says ask god because god is the only one who can provide for you uh is the only one to uh that can provide for you the answer uh, when you need answers and he is gracious to do so but that's something that you need to seek after you need to seek him for it and and, and i love that i i, I love that i i uh, i just reading this here in the greek uh, um I, I love that thing but the point uh but the point of wisdom for me is application right uh it's not only at the source but it's also the application um and god possesses the means for it all he po- wisdom is in his hand and the application of wisdom in our lives is also in his hand he knows the future he's working out his plan and hardship presents an opportunity to appeal to him who knows all this thing to seek him who knows to seek to knows all this thing seeking wisdom is part of a is a process of seeking for me is a part of the process of seeking the very heart of god to the individual at the moment and and then and i love what he's saying here when he says ask god who gives generously to all without reproach man this means that god is generous that he is gracious and the that he has the potential to be consistent what that he's consistent in what he does which is to give um you know i don't know the fact that he's generously means that he has uh the fact that he's gracious means that he's willing and the fact that he's consistent for me means that he 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 has the character that is needed in order to guarantee that we would get what we need. I don't know. I'm just talking. About yeah, no, I mean, I like this. I, I like, you know, see, we started at the top of this talking about, you know, the faith thing, right? The faith idea. And yeah. I, I talked about it three ways. Because faith eventually leads to trials. Trials, if suffered with endurance, it confirms the genuineness of our love, which strengthens our hope and our assurance, which creates and increases our joy, mm. which thus results in a stronger and deeper faith. Mm. Oh, wow. I so, like, like it's like, you know, trial, there's like endurance, or something, or genuineness, mm-hmm. hope, assurance, joy, mm. greater, deeper, stronger faith. And I think a lot of times when people are, when, pe- when you're looking at your trials and you're looking at just of how it's, how it's impacting you versus how is God using this to grow me? I think that's the part where the wisdom comes in, right? And that's what we kind of talked about. Like, don't use this as a transactional thing. Like, hey, I need some wisdom in this situation, so 
I'm going to pray for wisdom because the Bible said God gives generously. Sure. Read it in context of what James is talking about here. Consider the trials that you're going through and consider it pure joy. And how, man, how am I going to know to well, consider it pure joy? Seek the wisdom from well, God. Well, that's why? what I say. James calls us to use trials and yeah. opportunity to practically work out our faith. That's what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, so, so why, why not? Why stop? Why asking God to be a, a snowplower parent? <laughs> Right? Yeah. Why Why are we asking God to be the helicopter parent if we know that trials is an opportunity for to practically work out of our faith? We are to believe in God by asking Him for wisdom. So it's like you can't have wisdom. You can't have the provisions of all these things, the material, without what you start. We start with this, with, which is what trials and you know, yeah, and, and sufferings in difficult times. Uh, trials of various kinds. So. I don't know. I don't know why we Christian uh, center our lives into easiness instead of understanding the difficulties actually plays play into our hands in the end. For me, faith uh, is at the center of what it means to be a follower of of, Christ, of Jesus. So, sinful human beings are saved by grace through faith, which is something that I uh, I, I said a couple of weeks ago. You know that. It is, uh, and I even talk about on 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 the Bible study. It, faith is everything for us. Spiritual maturity operates in the same way. Trusting in God's promises to forgive our sins is simply the first of of many promises of the first of many of the promises that God has given us, uh, and we need to trust Him. So, suffering put us in a position where we must live by faith. Uh, in that, in many, in new ways, I would say, and for you to live on those new ways, you need to ask God for wisdom, and and then you become stronger, as you're saying. There is that step ladder there. Yeah, I think that's that's why I started. I think all of this has to do with like how is your spiritual level of your faith, right? How are you deepening your faith? And um, this maturing condition that we have is only produced when we go through these things. And we come through them with God. Like a lot of times we feel like we're going through things alone, but God is there with us in the midst of it. Like I was thinking like if I see my if I see my son struggling with something, like it's not that I don't want to help him. Um he's growing in there, right? It's gonna make him stronger. You mm-hmm. ask like, why doesn't God be the helicopter God? Or why isn't he the snowplow? Because it does no good for us. How are we gonna stand on our own too if if we never grow, if we never allow ourselves to, to kind of go through that that grind in the sense of like going through something and coming out of the other and realizing that man god was with me every step of the way he didn't Do, let me ask you this question is the is the christian i just thought as you were talking i just saw this is the christian asking for god to keep them from trials of various kind it does that is it a is that a way of doubting the character of God that God would protect them as they're going through the difficulties of it? Do you understand what I'm trying to ask? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, is I think, it, like, are we saying like God, please don't let me go through the difficult time because you're doubting the fact that God would actually see you through those difficult times? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think I think you're you're exactly right because a lot of times we we know what 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 the Bible says like you know He said that hey they. They take heart, you know. This world was against me. They come against you too. Yeah, that's right. But we're like, ah, yeah, maybe not me. Maybe everybody else can can go through the trial. I just want to have a smooth, smooth sailing. We'll yeah, I don't yeah. want to have to deal with anything. I want to have joy. But like, you know, that's when you know someone's with you when they're going through the 
mm. the difficult times, you know. That's yeah. Where, that's where the proofs are oh, putting. Like. That, that's not only with God, it's with people too. Oh, yeah. When life is cozy, all the friends comes around and wants to eat from your plate. Mm. When you when life is rough, nobody's around to say a word to you. Have you noticed <laughs> that? Yeah. Yeah. When there's crisis, so little voices. <laughs> That's exactly how it is. And it's a sad thing. It's a lesson for us too. It's a lesson for us that uh, uh, when this problem of doubt emerges in the life of a believer, reorienting us against hardship, um, I think it is uh, it is important that we, we stop and be like, oh, I don't have to fear trials because God is with me and He's for me and He will see me through... He's a generous, gracious God. He's a consistent in His provision. Let me, man, let me trust Him. I will trust God. Uh, instead of being asking God not to, oh, don't let me go through difficult times because <laughs> I never know if I'm going to make it to the other side. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, you think about it. I, I'm always thinking, like, you know, where do we, where, do you always turn to God first for wisdom in your life? Oh, well, I turned to my wife first. <laughs> Trying to get me in trouble here, boy. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, no we, we go to Google. <laughs> I, now you're joking. You think I'm joking? I am not joking. If you if you don't know the answer for something, you know what people are going to? AI. Let, ask AI. He'll give me the answer. Let me ask Google. They'll give me the answer. That's where people... Is. People do not, you know, who is going to the Bible for answers? Because I said wisdom is applying God's truth to one's life. Nobody knows the Bible to apply to their lives. Therefore, life, they go to Google to, and then they Google it and apply it to their lives, which is a sad thing to do. Like, since when Google got won over people's lives? You're right. Authority. That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. There is no power in Google. <laughs> there is power in God's word. Amen. For you sure. know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Uh, um, I, I I just th- I think I think this all the time in in the church. People who are discouraged. Every the the reason why Christians are discouraged is because they don't spend time in God's word, and discouragement leads to despair. Mm-hmm. It, it just does all the time every time people are discouraged it's because they're not spending time in God's word and when you discourage the discouragement leads to despair mm-hmm. the word favor here has this friendly is it, it, that God is friendly with you right uh, so it's like this. It, it, the favor is like this friendship is this idea of friendship I, I, I just think like it, it's just a characteristic of someone who is in Christ and it is marked by Christ. Um, they possess this extra relationship with God, this favor with God, this extra sauce with God, which is the favor. I, I love that. Are we well, cool with this part? Yeah, I think so. I think I think we kind of you know hit this one quite a bit here as we talked about the different kind of trials and we talked about how, how we should seek after wisdom and stuff like that. I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on this one. No, I'm good. I'm good for right now. Yeah, like I said at the beginning of this stuff, you know, um, faith. You know, faith is when we go through trials. Think of it as our faith being examined in a sense, a quality mm. of our faith, mm. and that happens in three ways: storms, the problems of all kinds, fire, temptation, uh, and time in the desert when we're seen far away from God. Mm. And the enemy uses trials in our lives to pull us away. 
from strengthening our faith when trials in our lives can be used to help create a firm and strong foundation for our faith. And uh, the enemy enemy has an easy way with trials because of we look at things from the human eyes and we look at our temporal situation. And when we look at the temporal stuff, we don't realize what God is working out in us for the eternal stuff, which is a strong faith so that when we go through trials, because guess what? We're going to face a lot more. Yeah, for sure. So that's all I had on this one. Uh, anything else that we had? That's going to be cool. Yeah, as we say before we always sign out. Be blessed. Thank you guys. See you next time.